This is another Mean Green Podcast breaking news report. Now here are your hosts, Reed Smith and Milo Mahaltzis. Hello and welcome back to another Mean Green Podcast. I am as always your host, Reed Smith with Milo Mahaltzis. And we come to you with bad news, everyone. Chandler Rogers, the standout quarterback for the North Texas Mean Green has entered the portal this afternoon, marking another addition in what has been a litany of players in the portal for North Texas. Milo, couldn't have been worse. Yeah, it's like a bloodbath. I think this is just the cherry on top. You know, you got Macklin transferring. You got a Fabechi Wee transferring. Uh, you got a bunch of other players transferring. I think at this point now, it's half of the entire offense uh, that was on the field this year, gone. And now Chandler Rogers, I mean, that's that's the dagger, dude. That that I think that probably sits this program back by by a year or two. That's it's rough oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you look at that; they lost uh, their three uh, main producers on defense or on offense, rather. I mean, I, I took this stat earlier, and this is kind of a shocking one that I want to share. So, Jamori Macklin. Chandler Rogers and Iowa Day made up for 5,403 yards out of the Mean Green's total 5,950. If you're into percentages, that is just over 90% of the team's offense in the portal. Yeah, this is a uh, top 20 offense in the country that has just imploded. I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's if you're a, a Mean Green fan, this is... This is devastating. I know. Shout out Miles Meter, uh, North Texas Sports Network. Um, I see him on Twitter. He's he's uh, he's not happy. This is this is terrible for him. Yeah, uh, I am assuming that this is a, a certain holiday for him, or not holiday, but a crisis time. Yeah, and it, it makes sense, really. This is somebody uh, Chandler Rogers. I mean. This is somebody that was one of the best players in the American this season. He was established as the guy in Denton. He was going to be the quarterback of the next two years to kind of guide UNT into this new era. Now he's in the portal. Just to remind UNT fans, or rather <laughs> rather make them sad, uh, this season uh, Chandler threw for 3,382 yards at a 62% clip for a American Athletic Conference leading 29 touchdowns and five interceptions. Just an outstanding season for for him. The production was there. He was hitting everything. Kept him in a lot of games. Now he is gone. And I I guess what we want to talk about for this little emergency pod is why? Why have all these players left? And let's get your take on it, Milo. Yeah, I think uh, they must have been listening to another Mean Green podcast because I, I said it frequently throughout the year. Capitalize on your success. Get the hell out of the G5 program. Move up to P5. Get yourself noticed more. Uh, and I think we this is a prime example. The big three, Ayo Adeyi, uh, Macklin, Rogers, all three of them, they're just capitalizing on their success and they're trying to make a bigger name for themselves. And I, I think for them personally, there's no better time than to take the next step than now. Yeah, for sure. And especially with this day of college athletics in which, you know, 
depending on the program you go to, you will get a large amount of money and financial compensation for wherever you go. And right now, that's just not North Texas. You know, I know the Mean Green, what the Light the, the Tower, light the tower collective, collective, yeah. The Light the Tower Collective is trying to take things off. I know they gave 100K to basketball. They're pledging 100K to football, last I read. That just, and it's crazy, but that just doesn't seem like enough, you know? No, it, I mean, it's not enough for an offense that was, you know, top 20, top 30 in the nation. It's not enough. And I think it's sad, but it's a sad reality. This is this is the sad reality of the NIL era. And that is that G5 programs that see success will most likely not last. What's happening to North Texas will happen. This, is, this will not be the last time that it happens to a G5 program. I mean, I'm surprised that Tulane is not going through it yet. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like it probably will at some point. I even saw UTSA, didn't they just lose their top player? Yeah, they just portal? lost Trey Moore to the portal today. Yeah, so, I mean, this is this is just the new standard, in my honest opinion. I think this is what's going to come out of the NIL era. So I see, I see fans, journalists that vouch for NIL, and I look at this and say, you know, this is a byproduct of, of doing something that really shouldn't be shouldn't be in place. And I, I know that's debatable, but listen, you know, that's just my take on it. I get what you're saying, and I can see both sides of that argument. Do I think that NIL is a bad thing? I don't. I think college athletes should be capitalizing on, or, or rather should be getting paid for their efforts for the university. They make money for the university. They should be making money for themselves. My thing is, when do we put a limit on it? Because this tears yeah, the heart think, out of a there team. There needs to be a limit. There yeah, absolutely I mean, needs to be a limit. You look at the disproportion between the Power Five and the Group of Five. Ohio State just lost Kyle McCord. Okay, they're just going to go out and get a probably better quarterback in the portal because they can offer that money. The, I mean, you almost want to say there's a huge discrepancy from like the SEC, Big 12, and Big 10 from the other conferences. It's not even a P5 anymore. It's more of a P3 to where yeah. the best players will go to those conferences, especially with USC joining now, you know? I mean, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, and they got a lot of money too. So, I mean, they're just going to be another one of those competitors up there. But I, I think just, you know, kind of branching off your point, this, if anything, should prove that there needs to be a separation between G5 and P5. There needs to be some form of distinction uh, aside from just, you know, giving them labels and saying that, oh, well, they don't have as much money. I think something's got to change because the fact that a giant school with look at all the offers that Macklin's getting. Right. And look it at all the offers that Rogers right is now. probably going to get. And they're all really big schools. The fact that those big schools can poach off UNT and offer the money that they can. I mean, come on, look at me with a straight face and tell me that that that's fair. It's that's no, not fair. No. It's not and, fair. Yeah. You know, I, I know that the softball coach at UNT, Rodney DeLong, I mean, it's not just football. The softball coach at, at UNT, Rodney DeLong, has constantly been very vocal on Twitter about his players are getting recruited by P5 programs while they're still playing for UNT. And I don't think that's okay, but at this point, there's no way to stop that. Yeah, especially if you're, you're offering them uh, a nice big fat check. 
right? Yeah. I think I think a lot of players are going to look at that and say, you know, why not? Now, again, I'm not I'm not trashing on the players for taking it up because I think, you know, if I was in a similar situation, I'd probably do the same thing. You're offering me a lot of money to come play for your school. Why not? So uh, what what I'm upset about is the fact that you have these big name schools that are, you know, it, it has genuinely messed up the transfer process it's messed up the transfer portal and i think it's really shaken up the you know the college football makeup yeah for sure and you and i have been very vocal about north texas is north texas it's always going to be north yeah. texas yep unt is not going to be texas it's not going to be AM, and it is certainly not going to be a p5 level program anytime soon at least in the next 10, 20 years, you know, that's just not how it goes for this university. But that doesn't mean that universities in the same situation as North Texas, because North Texas isn't the worst off when it comes to these kind of NIL things. That doesn't mean they should get punished. And pretty much if they have a standout player, you have to either one, pay him or two, recruit him all season when he's already on your team. And, you know, that's a tough thing to, to kind of swallow that, man, when you do pick up a commitment, are they really committed? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're seeing, we're seeing that a lot. I mean, we're also seeing a lot of players, a lot of players decommit now. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen and some the, pretty surprising decommitments. Uh, the word, the word commitment. Yeah. yeah. The word commitment is generous these days because you're not really committed to it because we see a lot of, Freshmen that will go to a lower P5 or an upper G5, they have a really good season or flash their potential, and then they go, yeah, I love playing at this school, but that school will pay me a lot more money and give me a lot better opportunities. And listen, a lot of UNT fans on Twitter lately have tended to villainize the players for this and say oh it's the player's fault there's no loyalty no. but put yourself in a young man's shoes i'm the same age as a lot of these players you are as well if i'm offered what could potentially be life-changing money you really think i'm going to pass up that opportunity yeah yeah i i don't think it's the players at all i think like you said it's it's a byproduct of nil and um you know, these schools are offering them a lot of money. And at that young age, you're at coming from you and I, we're both, you know, around their age. I mean, we're not really focused on, yeah, but but the loyalty to this, this small program and I want to make an impact here. No, at your young age, you're focused on your future and your future is a lot brighter. It's a hell of a lot brighter getting paid the big bucks to play for a P5 program. Yeah, and that's kind of what I wanted to bring on to our next topic here real quick is that is the grass greener anywhere else? Because a lot of fans, including uh, the writer from the most rational blog on the internet, they believe that the writer well, they, or forum poster. Uh, what's the difference on that site? But oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Um, but I've seen that opinion from a bunch of people that well, the grass isn't always greener than if you stayed at UNT and they point to Jair Shorter and and people like that. Listen, Jair Shorter, he's in the portal again, by the way. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. 
Yeah, so por- uh, shorter back in the porter porter portal. <laughs> shorter, um, shorter in the porter. But I don't think that that should dictate like, oh yes, everybody that transfers will be Jair shorter. Larry Nixon had a solid season for Auburn. You know, th- yes, there are a lot of UNT players that, or not a lot, but like you can name a few UNT players that transferred and were not better for it. But guys like Macklin, guys like Rogers, I do think they'll be better for it. And yeah, I re- remember Rico Bussey too. He was another one. He transferred to Hawaii, and uh, that was before the portal yeah. era too. He had to yeah, transfer. right. And you really wonder. You brought this up a lot, actually, and it's compelling me now that if you think of like the stars of UNT in the early 2010s, do you really think that Mason Fine would have stayed off far, four years here had he gotten a bigger opportunity? Oh no. No, absolutely not. I mean, I, okay, so again, it's no knock on the character, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what Mason, I'm not Mason Fine, right? But at the same time, I can say that the odds of him staying would most definitely have been less if he played in an NIL era that we're in now. Oh, for sure. And listen, like we said, if you're a young man or woman, and an athlete, and you have an opportunity to get more money and better opportunities at the next level, you're going to take that opportunity. Because, and I'm talking to you, Mean Green fans, at North Texas, the odds aren't good for you making the NFL. They're not as good as anywhere else. I can count on my hand how many players have been drafted in the past five years. You know what else I can count on my hand? I can count on my hand the number of Mean Green alumni in the NFL, not just those drafted. I can count the number of alumni on my hand probably on one hand actually hey, so it, yeah was hamilton drafted no he was yeah, he so, was a undrafted free agent to the dallas so cowboys you can count on one hand Jalen darden <laughs> he was drafted he was drafted, he, yeah. He was drafted yeah. But still, yeah that you can count on one finger how many unt players have been drafted uh oh, the last yeah. 10 years so I think the most notable is um, who's the guy playing for the Chargers? I'm drawing a blank. Jalen Guyton, undrafted. Guyton. Guyton, yeah. I think he's the last one. He's the, he's, he's the only guy out of UNT that kind of made it somewhat. But I don't even think I don't even think he's a starter, right? I think he's a, I mean, he's borderline starter. He's like a fourth, fifth depth chart guy. So, anyways, the odds are not in your favor, which is no. why when I see a guy like Macklin – Rogers or a day you transfer hit the portal I'm like yeah no surprise I don't know why you guys are throwing a fit here this is a no-brainer like did you really think someone of their caliber would stay with this program for all four years or however many years left that they had yeah so Jalen Darden was drafted in 21 Cody Spencer in 2004 and then before (laughs) Cody Spencer Anthony Bridges in 1995 three players in the last over 20 years. Almost 20 years. Or really almost 30 years. In 2025, if a player isn't drafted, it will be 30 years. Yeah, UNC and had the worst. Three UNC players. had the longest drought, right? I wonder if that's – was that the longest so. drought in history or was it just at the time? Uh, I, you're going to have to come back to me on that. I'll, I'll ask people. But, yeah, it, the ask point is – Yeah, I'll ask Ben. The yeah. point is – the UNT just does not really produce NFL talent at that junction. Do I think it will someday? 
maybe we'll see but as of right now things are looking very bad and listen if i'm chandler rogers and i have a graduate transfer that i can use do i want to spend it with a team that just went five and seven because the defense sucked no matter and i i hate to use that word but the defense was abysmal this season would you rather spend it there or would you rather go and see what you can do in your final year of college, you know, and try to have a yeah. chance at would the next you, level? Would you rather spend it at a program that gives you a better odd, get, that yeah. gives you better odds of making the NFL? Exactly. And not continuing every, your professional career. Not every yeah. G5 quarterback is going to be Bailey Zappi and you know, <laughs> get a, get a look at the next level. Um, yeah. So, but, but people, and, but, but G5 North Texas and G5 fans, will look at a guy like Zappy and say, oh, well, well, he did it, so why can't he? Why, why can't everybody else? It's like it just doesn't work out that way. He's the, they're the Guys like that are the exception, you know? Yeah. Most G5 quarterbacks do not have careers, you know? Yeah. I mean, and people always go, well, don't count people out because have you seen standouts such as – Yeah, they, they, point, they, point to the, they point to the very rare exceptions. And that yeah. – I mean, that's kind of summed up my time when I used to navigate that forum. Uh, you know, it was always, oh, but what about this? But what about this? And it's like it, it, these are like really minor like exceptions. I mean – What about Jerry Rice? Yeah, literally, like something that <laughs> happened years ago. They're like, you you tell them, you tell them, oh, well, North Texas does not have a good history of, of players being drafted in the NFL. They look at you and say, what about Cody Spencer? It's like, who? Like, I mean, from when? Like, I'm, I was like three years old when that guy was drafted in the NFL. That's oh, Milo, how long it's been. <laughs> Milo, Randy Moss played at Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Show me. Show me the. Yeah. Uh, show, show me the last big NFL star to to play at a G five school for all four years. I'll get back to you on that one. But yeah, the fact my... that nothing comes to you <laughs> comes to the top of your head should be the answer. Listen, my big thing right now is just it feels like it's a money thing right now for UNT, and yeah. I guess my question to you, Milo, is what does UNT do going forward to try and build money for NIL? I think that's tough. Um, I think you're in a tough situation, right? You got a school right down the street from you, 45 minutes away, that is just eating, eating away at money, right? They're consuming money and they're shipping. They're in a new, they're in a, they're a P5 team because of the money. Yeah, so you're that is your competition too. So and then on top of that, on top of that, you also got a team that just went to to the national championship a year ago, two years ago, right? So you're in a very tough spot to raise NIL money. Um, on top of that, your alumni base doesn't really care about sports, um, so that definitely does not help either. Uh, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, the only big thing would be win games. Right. I mean, and that's very hard to do when half your offense just hit the portal. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the time UNT fans will go on Twitter and they'll go, well, these players aren't loyal and I can't believe they're doing they this. And well, <laughs> listen, you can complain all you want. At the end of the day, 
donorship is lower at UNT than any other place. And I get that the Light the Tower Collective is trying to fix that. They're trying to amend for that. But Milo, it's not good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, I, I think this, like I said at the beginning of this uh, episode, this sets the program back by uh, at least a year. At least a year. You look like you were bringing all the pieces together with Rogers, uh, Macklin. I mean, I mean, not even Macklin. I think Macklin, we expected him to leave. But yeah. Rogers was the one we said it all year long. This team is going to be competitive next year as long as they can keep Rogers, right? Um, and now they lose him. And then a day as well, you're talking, you've set this program back by at least. I, I will say, I will say, I was more shocked by a day leaving than Rogers. Really? Yeah, because Io had been here for three years. Like Rogers, if you would have told me like three months ago, like Rogers will have a great season and he'll transfer out after a year for his grad transfer year, I would have gone. Yeah, sounds about right. But I was a guy that, you know, he walked on, he earned a scholarship, and he developed into a number one back this season. So yeah, I was kind of shocked to see him go. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I can see where you're coming from. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you just lost your core. You lost yep. your core. And this is a team that is going to be pretty boring to watch next year unless surprising players stand out. I don't really know. I think this is like the day of reckoning if you're a yeah. man. Yeah. And I think today was, okay, Howard Sampson entered the portal. Okay, Jamori Macklin did. All right, Fabechi entered. Okay, Stone Earl, that makes sense. Oh, Io, man, Io left. And then Chandler Rogers left. And I think for a lot of it's people – yeah, including, you know, the journalists as well, and you, me, Brett, we're all just kind of like, dang. I mean, even when the other players entered the portal, everyone was like, well, they still got Chandler Rogers. But ladies and gentlemen, as of Tuesday afternoon, December the 5th, the UNT Mean Green no longer have Chandler Rogers. He's gone. He's in the portal. And I imagine he'll get some lower P5 looks. Yeah. So speaking of those lower P5 looks, I mean, can we predict who's going to offer him? Can we predict what would be a nice fit for him? I mean, where what do you see him going? Nice, I could see him going to like a Louisville, honestly. That'd be um, good. <laughs> yeah, like a Louisville maybe because Jack Plumber looked abysmal in the ACC <laughs> title game. I could, I could see... Duke. Duke needs a quarterback. Riley Leonard just entered the portal. They're they're in the market. I, I think some of those ACC teams might take a look at him. Maybe Florida State. I mean, I know Florida State's going to be at going after the Cameron War the Cameron Wards and the uh, and the Dylan Gabriels of the world. But if they miss on both of those targets, would they consider a very accurate, proven G five standout in Chandler Rogers? I could see it. Yeah, I, I think that's I think it's a really good choice if they were to, you know a school like that were to pick them up. I mean, I don't, I you know obviously I'm not I'm not a scout, right? I don't know what what these teams are looking for, um, but I mean I I wouldn't see a problem with bringing on a guy like Rogers who was 
a top quarterback in college football this year. Let's let's be honest, right? He was, and he was playing against good competition, but he showed up every week. And even in games where he did fumble the ball or throw picks, he still kept UNT in the game for most of those other than SMU. Um, I don't know, man. I think that's a huge blow, huge, huge blow. And I guess one question I want to pose to you is, if he starts all 12 games, does that change anything? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I mean, what you, you think he played this entire season with a chip on his shoulder because he missed out on the first two games? And I mean, I, I don't think so, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it changes anything. If anything, it provides him with more of an opportunity to show why he should hit the portal. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, Stone Earl's also in the portal. So UNT's two starters this season are gone, <laughs> leaving yeah. the mean green. Uh, here is the quarterback room right now. Number 10 from, <laughs> from Louisiana Tech, J.D. Head. And number 17, Dylan Gebbia. That is it. Very nice. Yeah. Very so, lovely. It's looking very empty there. UNT uh, will be I, in the portal it's... for a quarterback, obviously. Yeah, I think it's like that I meme with Will Smith. He's standing there in the uh, the empty room. Yep. Yeah, it's it's rough out there for you. Yeah, to- not good news. And just to kind of end this uh, this emergency pod off, I just want to get your thoughts, Milo, on on Chandler Rogers' season as a whole. And could you have predicted this? You think? Could I have predicted it? I mean, I feel like, yeah. Or the season or him transferring? I think you're talking about the Both. season. Right? Both. Uh, him transferring, yeah, I could see it. Uh, the season, yeah, I also could see it because I remember when he first came, when he first transferred, uh, I remember that everybody was saying, UNT just found their next starter and he's going to be good. I remember when they rolled out Stone Earl to start the season, everybody was up in arms saying, why is Rogers not the starter? So I, I think the season was very – I think we predicted Rodgers his stellar season. I think the uh, the book on him was that he was going to come in and dominate and, and be – maybe not that dominant, but I, I think the book on him was that he was going to be a solid starting quarterback, uh, you know, probably one of the best in, in the American. Um, as for him transferring, like I said, I said it – I've said it probably – on two different occasions on this podcast that when you're a guy that you, you've, you've got your, your stuff going for you, um, you know, it'd be wise to kind of, you know, look towards the portal and kind of, kind of ease your way into there uh, and take advantage of your success that you've had in, in, at the G five level to try and move mm-hmm. up uh, and take advantage of that greener grass. As <laughs> you said. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then just my final thoughts on it, you know, Chandler was very smart kid, very talented player. It always felt like North Texas may have been a stepping stone for him, and today's news confirmed that it was. For UNT as a whole, it's going to be like this. For G5 as a whole, it's going to be like this. Yeah. Yeah. It, the money is just not in G5 right now. And... And will you know, it ever be? That's, that's the question. The big question. And, you know, until 
college football and the NCAA until they are able to figure out a money balancing tactic or put things into place to make sure that it's not such a free for all. It's going to be like this, you know, UNT players that have standout years. I guarantee you they'll be looking into the portal going forward. And that is not a dig at the athlete. That is a dig at the system. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one more thing I just want to say, it's an ode to one of the best quarterbacks uh, North Texas has seen. I honestly, I, I mean, I can say that. I think you can say that too. We've, oh, for sure. We've, we've pumped his tires enough this season, <laughs> but um, you know, for one last time, I think this is a guy who probably one of the most, if not the most skilled quarterback that North Texas has, uh, has ever seen. I think at the end of the day, yeah, Chandler Rogers is the most talented quarterback UNT has ever seen and tough to watch him go for the fans. But (laughs) I think some of these fans should take a long look in the mirror and ask if they have any movable funds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that'll do it for the emergency pod. I'm Reed Smith. That's Milo Mahaltzis. If you want to read more about today's news of the transfer portal with Chandler Rogers and the 17 other players in the portal with him, please refer to MeanGreen247.com, where yours truly, myself, Reed Smith, write stories about these things quite often as I cover the team. If you would like to catch up with a Mean Green basketball season, which is raging on, become a VIP today, where most of my basketball content will be posted. You'll want to subscribe. You don't want to miss out on the content. But for Milo, I'm Reed Smith. Man, the portal giveth and the portal has taken away. Thank you for listening.